Good evening, Commanders, and welcome to Lave Radio, the show that likes to talk about Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I am your host, Commander Phoenix Sapphire, Colin Ford, Head of Archives at Lave Radio. And joining me in the orange sidewinder tonight, we have our Head of Health and Safety, that is Commander Bed Ben oh, Moss Woodward, <laughs> known as... I was going to say something about it being so large, but God's sake, Colin, get your tongue out of there. I see we're going for classy tonight, then. And also joining me is our, on the subject of classy, yes, always joining us, uh, the head bar steward himself, Commander Psychocott Wilcott. Good evening, everybody. We also have our head of inhuman resources, Commander Shan. Hello. And finally, we have our uh, uh, our director. Oh, hang on. What is your title at the moment? Oh, yeah. Director of Pest Control, Ashley Devine, otherwise known as Dr. Toxic. Hi, guys. If you can, if you wish, you can join us live. We're somewhere in the beta, either between um, Lave Station or heading to uh, Leasty, where I do believe someone is going to try and... um, land our type nine on a on a, a 2g planet is that correct have we told grandfish yet <laughs> uh, probably not but uh, i hate to be um the one guy that says but you've kind of forgotten someone um phoenix to fire and i was just going to get to that good okay because he is actually here now oh has he arrived yes he's actually in the twitch uh, the skype chat Wow. Well, in that case, we'll also w- uh, welcome um, our new temporary director of engineering, Dr. Ra. Greetings from Federation Space, otherwise known as America. <laughs> Good America. evening. Uh, right. So, like I said, we are round Leasty One, or uh, Lave Station at the moment. Um, so, we'll just quickly go around the table and see what everybody's been up to this week. I'm starting with Commander Shan. Oh, where to start, really? Um, mm-hmm. I've, ha- I've had one of those weeks where um, the tide comes in like a flood and uh, you're left wondering how big your rock is. And uh, fortunately, the, the rock is, is very good this week. Um, on Saturday, my 16-year-old son was rushed to hospital um, with uh, pneumonia. Uh, in his right lung. Um, they've now subsequently diagnosed him with um, flu, and the pneumonia has turned into uh, invasive strep A. Um, so he's in hospital uh, with uh, being pumped full of intravenous antibiotics, doing very well. He was, he was off oxygen today for the first time in a few days. So he, he's improving. And the prognosis looks good because they caught it in time. But it's been quite a mad few days, really, in the uh, Shan household. Um, so, yeah. So, hopefully, by the end of the week, he will be out and recovering. But it's been a rough few days. Yes, that, that definitely sounds it. Uh, we're glad that he's on the mend. Indeed, yeah. Mm. Um, Commander Psycho Cow, can you give us a little bit more uplifting news? <laughs> 
yes. I, I saw that um, some people in the chat are, are desperately awaiting a bathroom update. The uh, special flooring <laughs> is down. It will be glued into place uh, later this week, and then the taping will be done, then the waterproofing will be done, and then all that remains is tiles. So we're really, really close. And of course, uh, thanks to Page Frontier Developments, I have got my cow skin in the beta, which you can can see now on the Twitch screen, which is uh, very fetching and uh, soon to be splatted over a 2G planet in Leasty, apparently. Apparently so. Um, I I had no idea about this. Everyone thought it would be a good idea to test out your piloting skills. No idea why. We're just wanting to make hamburgers. Well, we want to know how much mass does the extra... Black paint, make. <laughs> so, um, Dr. Toxic, uh, how's your week been? Um, my week has been pretty slow. I've been more or less just keeping up with things. Um, not actually been feeling too great over the last couple of days, so I'm surprised I'm online. Um, feeling unwell, unfortunately. And in Elite... Yeah, I might have have had a bit of an oops moment. I was flying around in beta the first day it came out. And I was a bit confused because I couldn't find the Type 10 or the Chieftain. And it only um, dawned on me the next day that um, actually I might have opened the wrong beta and opened the non-Horizons beta. Yeah. So, yeah, there are two betas out at the minute. Okay, uh, Commander Ra, welcome to the show. Do you want to bring people Thanks. up to date with uh, what you've been up to for, say, the last week or so in-game? In-game, I scrambled actually farm lots of materials and live because I was part of the massive crowd of naysayers and people that were scared of the new engineering system. So uh, all my elite time has been farming cracked industrial firmware for the most part. Um, real life, same normal grind. Everything's good. Work, sleep, play elite. <laughs> so you usual uh, work, sleep, play elite, repeat. There you go. Yeah, uh, exactly. Ben, Ben, what have you been up to for the last week? Well, in game, I've been actually quite similar to Ra, in that I've been doing some engineering stuff, um, and just basically trying to get some feelings for. <laughs> what I was doing with the with the engineers after my negative theories last week uh, but we'll, we'll cover that in a bit I guess mm-hmm. um, out of game I visited Milton Keynes to go off and get myself a, a, hand, a hand-me-down 28 inch 4k monitor so thank you very much to the commander for that yeah well it's, it's okay for some Oh, Milton Keynes and didn't come see me. How rude! Are you? Are you in Milton Keynes? Are you? Well, I'm me. not far from Milton Keynes. I've had known you were in Milton. No, I wasn't in Milton Keynes. Well, I was in High Wycombe. Sorry, High Wycombe, not Milton Keynes. I keep getting the two places conf- confused. So, what's your impression of the 4K monitor? Uh, I can actually only run it at 2K because my graphics card can't cope. And why are we playing? Why have we got? Why are we playing Rocket League, Grant? Yeah, I don't know, but I'm going to beat him in a minute. Pretty good at Rocket League. <laughs> Welcome he, to Rocket Rocket Live Radio. 
Rocket League radio. I, I, wasn't, yes. I wasn't playing Rocket League at all. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not, not bored in any way whatsoever then, Grant. What's this beta thing you're I, talking about? I'm I think we need to kill... to launch Rocket League and go and beat Cow in a couple of games. So I'll be back in a moment. <laughs> or were you testing out the new SRVs? <laughs> That'd be cool if some of those what, cars were SRVs. Cars, SRVs would be awesome. That'd be awesome. Super solid. I'm sorry, but I would just like I would sell all of my other games now if I had Rocket League cars as SRVs. Yeah, that would be amazing. Well, on 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 my personal news, um, yeah, I've been joining everyone in, in beta. I've been testing out the crime and punishment. Found a found a little bit of gotchas there, and uh, I've been going up against little Thargoid ships. <laughs> well, I say little, but um, they're they're a lot of a, a laugh uh, to take on. Um, again, I'll, I'll, I'll go over them later. Um, unfortunately, my development laptop has now officially died. Thankfully, I managed to get all my source code off it before it gave up the ghost. But that does mean my the website, the bounty hunting website and the uh, looking for wing website is on hold until, of course, I get a new one, which hopefully will be sometime next week. So um, I think that's that's about me for this this week. So how did you, your laptop die? Uh, I, basically, um, the fan inside it went, and when the f- it's eight years old, the fan inside it went, and then once the fan went went, basically things started to melt. So ah, you needed a toxic service then. I do laptop fans <laughs> and stuff. Well, it, it, it's good as gone now, So, and it's nine years old. It runs like a dog. I need something a bit better. So time, time for, the, for the inevitable upgrade, which, um, yes. In the meantime, let's quickly go over the development news, which has happened in, in the last couple of uh, weeks, or last week, rather. So we'll just touch on this quickly. We've got... Um, 3.0's API journal. What's going on there? Are you looking at 184's show notes, Colin? Uh, yes. Are you sure you're on 184's? Well, if you look under development news, it says 3.0 API journal. I, oh, hang on. Yeah, that, that was... The beta only came out on Thursday, didn't it? We've not actually covered any of this. No. <laughs> it it just seems so old. Show notes. Yeah. It seems so old. That's why. You know, it's like... You know what? A week's a long time in development. It is when you're a labour idea producer. All right. Well, well, after trying to derail me for for the last uh, thirty seconds or so and doubting my sanity, uh, normality has been revealed. Re- uh, that's fault. Yes. So, can someone then please tell me about this uh, API journal? I think the most important and exciting thing is that once again we get access to our engineered modules in the API, which is good for lovely things like Coriolis.io and so, well, Cor- what's Coriolis's full web URL again nowadays? Because it's not Coriolis. Coriolis.edcd.io now, isn't it? Yeah, I something so, yeah. like that. Yeah. So that's the most exciting thing from my perspective. But there's been a whole load of other changes that are all. Good stuff, basically. So, are the guys that that uh, rely on this? They're they're happy that they've got advanced notification. You know, the the third party developers. To be fair to Frontier, they usually are pretty good at giving out the notification at least a few days in advance. Mm. Um, <coughs> and changes are 
you know, it's all adding stuff rather than, hey, let's go and take this away, because you really don't need to see that, do you? Yeah. Um, and I have to know, actually, I used the... I used the uh, the log for the API to do some of my own debugging over the weekend with the beta, because I... I there was a bug basically where I was changing my weapons around and I somehow managed to lose my <coughs> big engineered weapons. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, where have my where have my weapons gone? What happened to them? So I, I dove into the into the logging stuff for this and found out that even though I'd tried to store my stuff, it had decided you don't have any room in there, we're gonna sell them for you instead. Mm. But rather than cry about it, I just thought, sod it, I'll buy them. So, I mean, the big main headline thing that has happened in uh, since we were last on air is that Beta 3.0 has now finally uh, been released, and we're now on Beta 2. So that's a very quick turnaround, I thought. Um, so, what has been your highlights? I'll just quickly go around the room here. What quickly has been your highlights so far? And we'll start with um, Ra. From beta 1 to beta 2, or just the beta in general? Just the beta in general. Well, my first impression um, was I was really hesitant about the trader, because, like the materials trader, because watching their stream, it looked to be that you could only trade materials that were right next to each other, like mm-hmm. in, the same, in the same group, where you wouldn't have too many options. Um, but immediately I found you could trade anything for anything. And since I'm used to farming G5 materials already, I had some on hand, and I was easily able to fill the page in um, for the G1 through G4 maps. So that was my biggest concern, and that was my biggest relief, I guess you would say. Um, I like the Chieftain. Um, Yeah. And the ATR are very tough. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. Dr. Toxic, have you had the chance to muck about then in beta then? Yep. Um, I've been enjoying the Chieftain a bit too much. I quite like the engine sound on it. Am I the only one who thinks it sounds like a Thargoid? No, lots of it people. It totally sounds like that. a Thargoid. Yeah. It sounds like it was built with Thargoid parts. And the boost <laughs> sound just sounds so awesome on big speakers. My poor neighbours haven't stopped listening to it yet. Oh. Well, going to Grant here, we all know what his favourite bit of the beta is. Yeah, the um, being able to choose the voice for your ship is pretty cool from the two choices that we've got, which is awesome. Um, oh yeah, and the cow skin. Which is epic! <laughs> and the only one of its kind. <laughs> Getting well uh, yeah, scratched up. Yeah, there's an awful lot of, um, a lot of confusion over, oh, Raw, is there new cow skins for the Type 9? Uh, yeah, there is one. Just, just one. There's one. He's got it. Sorry, yeah. guys. Thanks to and the, uh, the amazing up. community for the that helped out during the charity, led by Ben. Ben Most Stinky Pants over there. I can't insult him anymore because it's <laughs> too awesome. Um, we all had something to do with it, Grant, yeah. so please hate all of us fairly. Equally. <laughs> yes, that's no, all. Hate us all equally. An amazing thing that this community did and made sure that I would win the... Uh, the cow skin, which is now, of course, going to remain on my Type 9 that I'm going to have to pilot for the rest of my existence. Yes, you are. Well, well, now, you've got more, well now you've got more space, haven't you? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's an awesome, 
awesome, but that also that is very much in one of my favourite parts of the the new beta is the fact that the Type Nine is now back to being the king of trade. Where it should yeah, be. Yeah, I thought I thought I thought that was uh, a bit overdue, to be honest, because I was at well an extra eight uh, eight slot, which gives you an extra up to two hundred and fifty six tons of space. On the other hand, Grant, what are you going to do now that you no longer have access to your, your ship-built swimming pool? My swimming pool? Well, you know, they had to take out Grant's swimming pool to get his extra his extra 156 tons of cargo space in. That's all right. I can still, you know, just put in a couple of small... How can you have a swimming pool in zero-G? It's challenging. It's a bubble. And you just, you know, you put some aqualongs on. I thought it was just a water tank. What Grant needs in his T9 is a bathroom. <laughs> that would help. <laughs> and some ventilation. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, but I like the idea. Um, although, let's just hope it's Say not you're an explorer, you stink. One of these pay, pay for uh, bits of content, because we know how they always go. Oh, so he can simulate his real-life experience with his bathroom in real life. It'll <laughs> oh, just oh take God, no, four don't. years. You just, just buy it from station and it takes four years for it to be fitted. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you'd have to engineer and grind all the mats. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, to tell you the truth, it's probably easier to grind all the mats and engineering than it is to get your blooming bathroom sorted. So everybody is actually quite impressed with uh, this extra slot that the, the, the Type 9 got, which was a bit of a surprise. It was necessary, though, because the T10 made it completely, utterly obsolete. Utterly? Yes. Utterly, yes. Oh, I see what you did there. Very nice. Wow. Let's I move along. <laughs> oh, God, on, sorry. Let's not, let's not start a beef. <sighs> <laughs> yes, let's, let's not. So... I mean, obviously, the, the Type 10 also got a modification, which was this um, new power distributor upgrade. And I must admit, I've been using that a lot. And uh, <laughs> I love it. It's allowed me to fit my entire um, my entire T10 with multi-cannons, which gives you enough daka-daka to make orc boys scared, I thought. So, um, <laughs> yes, and taking on... Um, the Thargoid Scouts with that amount of firepower was a laugh. Just using pure multi-cannons, not yes. even AX ones? Nope, not AX ones, just pure normal multi-cannons. <laughs> with the Class 7, you can now put a variety of weapons on there. You could barely put normal um, engineered overcharged multi-cannons on it before. Like I had, what is it, six multi-cannons and three pack hounds on it. And yeah. it would drain the distributor like like no tomorrow. So the Class 7 was a welcome welcome change. So yeah, nine gimbaled multi-cannons coming out of this thing. So uh, yes, it, it was, it it shook, but you felt you were flying in a World War II bomber by just laying down the uh, the lead. In, in the direction of some alien scum, which is basically what I wanted. So I'm, I'm quite They're chuffed with that. These ones are what stays, what happens in beta stays in beta. He's a beta scum. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Ben, you didn't hear that. <laughs> it's okay. In, in beta, I'm, I'm not wearing my alien hugger things. Uh, so where did we well? get? Where did we get to? Um, <laughs> Shan, what has been your hype light so far of the of the beta? 
Um, I've enjoyed quite a bit of it. I've enjoyed the Thargoid Scouts, which yes. are which are great fun. Um, I've enjoyed the planetary textures because they look fantastic now. Um, especially when you now get close to the surface, you can really see the extra detail. Uh, so I've, I've enjoyed that. Um, there's been lots of little things actually that I've actually really enjoyed. The, who who would think getting sent to jail was so much fun? Yeah, well, um, I mean, I've got I've been sent to jail twice now. Uh, I'm a little bit confused because I thought um, when I I died, I was supposed to have to pay the bounties that I would have accrued, but I haven't, and those bounties are still with me. So I'm a little bit confused to um, how am I supposed to get rid of those bounties? Well, I do offer offer a bounty eradication service. <laughs> I thought you had to work for the prison ship. Or did they not go for that in the end? I don't know. I mean, I I've, I've been looking... I thought they were going to give you a piece of scraggy old, like, space trash and say, right, well, you're ours now. You see, that's the thing. They've, they've, um, it hasn't really been... That bit I've, hasn't been sorted. I just turned up at the, pun- the, the detention centre, having paid my rebuy. Uh, I checked the, the contacts... Um, for the authority contact, but there was nothing under there to pay off any bounties. So I was there thinking, okay, now what? Isn't this on your rebuy screen? No, it didn't turn up on my rebuy screen. I thought it would have done. I was expecting to... When I when I got blown away, I expected... I got blown away by security ships to start with. So when I got... Um, I came into uh, the rebuy screen. I was expecting my full rebuy for the T10, which is quite a lot. Plus, on top of that, the uh, the bounty, which I was supposed to pay um, for my crimes. But I didn't have any of that kind of legal costs or anything. And I've still got those bounties now. So if, if someone sees me outside Life Station... You can scan me with a kill warrant scanner, and you will probably get ten thousand credits. So, um, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> ah. So I think we have we have we gone round everybody. I think so. Yeah. Is, so, is that Grand playing so. Rocket League again? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he is. He's, he's he's hanging around with uh, a couple of guardians and and playing Rocket League at the same time because he's he's just wanting to bask in his cowness. I'm just waiting for you guys to finish up and catch up. With, uh, that's all. Just uh... we're, we're waiting for you to head off to Leasty so we can join Toxic. Oh, is he at least is he? Oh. Yes. Okay. I'm going to be in Rocket League in a minute if he carries on. <laughs> that looks fun. <laughs> I will admit, it looks like he's having this a bit is, of a time. This is on the Switch. This is such confidence. On your on Switch? Here. Yeah. I didn't realise they had Rocket League on the Switch. I'm so, I'm only a PC player, so... It's nicer so, on the PC, that's for sure. Anyway, we're getting a bit distracted. <laughs> I'll talk to you about that later, after the show. <laughs> Welcome to Rocket League Radio, where we talk about the universe of Rocket League and the community that surrounds it. Lovely. It inspires real confidence in uh, Frontier's beta, doesn't it? The fact that you don't want to go and play Rocket League. It is a bit of a worry, actually, to be honest. Uh, I mean, what has everybody else thought about um, the the new Galnet news? Because I've been listening to that all the way through. And annoying. I thought, annoying. Yeah. I thought it was useful. 
It is useful, a while. but have you tried it while jumping between systems? Actually, yeah, because it cuts off. It when pauses you're just during the, five, the four second countdown. Yeah. And it also turns the Galnet News voice down so that the uh, Kovas voice can talk over it. And so is it that, like one of those... So frame shift charging is apparently more important than the news that I actually told it to play. So it's like one of those annoying sat-navs that suddenly interrupts the radio to tell you the directions. Yeah. The traffic news... Apart the traffic from it's telling you that your frame shift drive is charging or you're being shot. Useless hmm. information. The stuff that you can actually see on the screen. Well, to tell you the truth, I, I, I don't mind that. I, I didn't think it was that was much of an issue, to be honest. Oh dear, I've been found by a commander. Let's have a look. Oh dear. Don't kill him. Too late. Oh, you're dead then. I can't even target it. <laughs> there is a scarab. Sledge Callier. Hi, Sledge Callier. So, I mean, there's, there's this thing about the Limpet Bay controller and tweaks to the megaship gameplay. Um, who, won, who wants to talk about that one? Well, Steve Kirby, one of the designers... Uh, Frontier sort of hinted that they were looking at combining all the Olympic controllers into one. Mm -hmm. uh, and he was theorizing on how that might work because we now have um, more Olympics than Brighton Beach. So, yeah, interesting. I, I hope it comes off because I think you'd need one of the big three ships just to be able to make a useful build if you mm. carried with you every single Olympic you could use. Yeah, wasn't there something suggesting along the lines of um, where you have sort of like a limpet hangar and you could have very, you know, like you have the SRV and you have the, the fighter hangar where you have two or three sub bays and you could have two or three different limpet types within that bay. Yeah, and you chose what limpet you wanted to deploy up to a certain value and then you had to deploy other ones. I think that's what they were talking about. Mm. Uh, I mean, I must, I must admit, when I'm mining, I've got about two or three limpets on the go. Two or three limpet types on the go. It, it can get a little bit, oh, you know, limpet heavy. <laughs> I mean, the collection limpets, unless, you're, unless you really enjoy fuel scooping, uh, sorry, cargo scooping or um, commodity scooping, then, oh, you need them. So if you're doing hatch breaking as well, having limpet collection limpets is, is also useful. The other nifty thing is you can now uh, choose to ignore certain materials and drops. Mm. So if you set your limpet on uh, Uber mode, it will ignore those ones you've marked. Well, that's always a good one. So uh, have they given any, um, any idea about the timescales or is it... Uh, um, no guarantees, no ETA. Soon TM, I think they're looking. Mm, fair enough. So, that cow's just had a roasting. A roasting? Yeah. There was a sun in the way and he didn't see it. Oh, spit roasting. Yeah. <sighs> Would it be possible to go to an advert for a few minutes? Yeah, I suppose so. Um, I was I wasn't quite uh, lined up for them, but that's not a problem. We can easily find them. Where can I get them? On balls. They should all be here. Oh, no, 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 no. Ah. Okay, not a problem. Here we go. Hi, 
I'm Trent Stephen Findlist Jr. and I'm here to tell all you pilots about a great new service. Take a listen to my friend, Pete. My name is Pete and I'm a long distance haulier. I drive a Puma shipping farm machinery from Leasty to Sawayo. I love my family and I don't mind being a hard working blue collar dad, but I'm tired of seeing my family grow old in front of my eyes. Every time I make the run there and back I lose 15 days in hyperspace. My family is starting to notice that they're getting older and I'm not. My wife had a baby last week, did a week of shifts and now my kids got teeth. I wish there was some way my family could get old at the same speed as me. There is, Pete. How? By buying into my new service, Findlist Cryogenics. We aim to put the freeze on the premature ageing of your family. The process is simple. Our unique family centres allow you to drop off your loved ones on the way to work. Simply hire the number of cryogenic pods you need and keep your family asleep while you fly among the stars. We ensure synchronicity with your flight patterns so they spend the same time awake that you spend in the cockpit. And when you get home, bingo! Your family is the same age as you. Never lose family time in hyperspace again. We guarantee that you'll never miss another birthday, anniversary or funeral. Wow, Trent. That sounds great. Where do I sign? Simply put your credit card details into our special webpage under the hashtag WeFreezeYourLove. We'll take care of the amounts. No need to worry about that. It's so simple. I can't wait to keep my family in a secure block of ice. It's a weight off my mind. Findalist Cryogenics. Now at your local spaceport. Findalist Cryogenics. Because the family that grows old together goes cold together. The Federal Navy. We want you for Adventures Unlimited. Just last week I was mixing Sidewinder Slammers at a seedy space bar. I wasn't even pilot registered. And now I have a ship and a basic starting mission for the Federal Navy. Owing to recent actions in the Lave region, the Federal Navy now seeks to recruit another 1,000 entry-level pilots. We need you to add your strength to our military machine. I'm going to see the galaxy. Missions for all pilots, regardless of combat experience or flight hours. Come and talk to us and we'll get you on the military ladder. Join the Federal Navy. Make a real pilot of yourself. Or die trying. Wait, what's that? Is that is that a ship coming? Are they looking for me? What do they? And welcome back. Um, now, obviously, the Frontier released uh, newsletter 211 on Friday. Uh, I mean, I've, I've looked through it. It's it's the usual newslettery stuff. Uh, the store spotlight this week were the Raider-style uh, skins or ship parts for two of the biggest ships. Now, as, as some, uh, as I don't own either of them, but I know Ben owns one of them. You're thinking of getting one of the uh, the new ship kits, Ben? What do you mean thinking? Of course yeah. you are. I, I've I've already renamed my my cutter from the perfectly innocent to the innocent as F, um, wearing its Raider ship skin and spiky bits. <clears throat> yeah, because it, 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 it needed don't look right. It needed a rename after, you know, if it's, if it's going radar. Mm, I must admit, these things definitely do need as if they need skeletons on the outside. I, I've always said that we do want skulls on the end of the spikes. 
Uh, and on top of that, there is a uh, spreadsheet sale, which is design your own elite dangerous merch. That is um, quite. Oh, it's a sale that ends on the twenty eighth of January, according to this. So I'm afraid at this point you've probably missed it. Um, on top of that, the Buckyball uh, Racing Club is also presenting the Medivac Memorial Challenge on the fourth of February. So. Uh, People would like to, to check that out on the news group. Uh, and we have um, a fantastic uh, elite dangerous version of the Roy Lichtstein um, Wham TV, uh, 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 picture. Has anybody seen that one? They're better. He's better dead than fed. Well, it, it, it's, it's been on Reddit. And uh, yes, it's... There's an old photo of a uh, basically a, a F-57 Sabre blowing away in MiG-15 saying he's better. He said he wanted to be better red than dead, blah, blah, blah. And someone's gone and changed that with a federal assault ship and a, a cutter getting, no clipper, getting destroyed. So, And uh, we've got to salute Commander Lord Kitko, who's blacksmithed a Thargoid. Have you seen that? I wouldn't, say it's a to a I wouldn't say it's a full Thargoid, but it's, it's, it's... Galnet News, perhaps. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice little star. But so it's, uh, it's awesome, anyway. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not uh, an expert of how long that would take to do, but the, uh, we certainly appreciate the effort on that one. So, moving on again, um, we're going to touch on basically some of the. We're going to do a deep dive on some of the things that have turned up in the beta so far. Now, the main point of contention so far about the beta, I think, has been the engineers. It's certainly the new engineer changes. It certainly caused a lot of toing and froing on the forums and on Reddit. Uh, and a various amount of grumpiness so much so that um the system has changed already in beta one and beta two so um chan would you like to ch quickly go through um what you see are the issues with uh engineers and then we'll bring in commander ra to explain what his opinion is okay well i've got quite a lot to to go through so i didn't want sure whether sure whether ra wanted to uh to talk about the, the, the positives because the changes they made today are a step in the right direction on a couple of aspects. So if, if I sort of touch on a few things and then we'll go to the, um, the positive parts. Um, one thing I do like is the ability to, ex to purchase the experimental effects from materials. Um, I think that was a very positive change. Um, Although there's a couple of gotchas with that, in that the materials you need to purchase an experimental effect are nearly the same amount of materials you would need to go from uh, rank three to back to five again. So they are quite expensive to buy materially. Um, the other thing is, is what they've done is they've merged secondary effects with experimental effects. So you can't now have a secondary and an experimental effect which does somewhat limit, I think, the um, variation that people will see. 
uh, mm-hmm. not being able to. So, for example, um, you can't get a um, an improvement on your power usage and a incendiary weapon, for example. Um, so that's something I think that may need looking at later on because not being able to have a another effect plus a weapon experimental does I think limit the flexibility. Um, the the other part of it is is um, there's been a lot of discussion in the forum about well what about people with so-called god rolls, you know mm-hmm. who's got these super duper materials and uh, roles and won't they imbalance the game, etc. Now, I was pleased to see Frontier sort of answer that now by increasing the cap uh, from what it was in Beta 1 to above that of what the existing God's roles were uh, now in Beta 2. There's a few little tweaks there, I think, that means some some modules in uh, existence now will still be superior but I think the the amount of effort it will take Frontier to go through every single module in every single person's ship and work out whether it's superior to anyone existing or not. <coughs> I think we're going to have to live with the fact that for a very small number of people, um, they will have better modules. But I, I would I would estimate, and from a, sur- a survey on the forum we're talking less than 1% of the gaming population. Um, personally, I felt that um, reducing everyone down to a certain level, apart from being very difficult because of the combination of modules that exists, would also have been very controversial and very um, uh, angry responses in the forum uh, and social media for doing that so i think subtly raising the cap or bringing the cap up to what was possible before is the right way to go realizing of course there is no ideal answer to the problem okay uh commander ra how have you been finding the engineering then so pretty much agree on most everything that shan said um with the beta 2 changes, they've pushed some of these. I mean, some of them are ridiculous. Some of them are way higher than they needed to go, I think. Um, not including that dirty drive glitch or whatever that guy was doing to go speed hack all over the place. Um, but the the dirty drives, they most definitely got. Like, people have already tested it on couriers and FDLs and stuff like that. Um, like, realistic testing. And it is above the 42.4s or whatever people were getting, even with the the larger um, penalties to the mass, to the mass rating on those. Um, so, dirty drives, I'm happy with. That was my biggest issue. That's why I was farming craft industrial firmware. Um, my... Biggest issue with it, if they don't change it, is the fact that, yes, just like what Shan was saying, um, secondaries now um, are comp- are, are um, put together with the special effects, so you can't have both. What they should do, if it was me, um, would be to add a second type of secondaries for weapons, so you have special effects, like as they were, and then you would have someone on the forums called it mechanical effects, which was great. Um, things like lower temperature, because the biggest issues we're going to see now with things like power plants, uh, rail guns, plasma accelerators, stuff like that, is you're not going to be able to god roll those temperature reductions and have a special effect at the same time. So everyone's going to be running hot. 
uh, and the people like myself that have crazy lower temperature weapons can fire like much more often and longer without any heat issues whatsoever. So that makes it really imbalanced for PvP. Um, I agree. I really like them raising the caps because nerfing all of us that spent thousands of rolls, uh, that would have been really, really bad. That's just insulting. So it, it's it's most definitely the, the smart choice to do what they did. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm about to take my Corvette and re-roll all these Beta 2 changes on things like Prismatic Shields and stuff like that. Uh, some of the Shield Boosters I got in Beta 1 were ridiculous, like 73.9 um, Heavy Duty Shield Boosters, where it took me months to get a bunch of 66%. So, I mean, that's nice. And being one of those people that farmed thousands of rolls, I honestly don't feel that my time was wasted um, because now they're giving away these... Well, not giving away, but they're allowing everybody um, to get better than what I've had. I've already had them. I spent months enjoying myself. I enjoy farming. Uh, I might be in a very small minority here, but I enjoyed the process of building up my ships, so I don't feel any negativity towards the fact that now people can get better than what I have uh, with exponentially less work, like way less work, like half an hour instead of three months sort of a thing. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with you on that, Ra. Um, I think everybody should engineer. Like, I think the more the merrier. I think everybody should be balanced, you know, and, and balance. That's, that's the other thing I forgot to mention. Um, PVPers, I'm not an avid PVPer. I'll sure as, you know, I'll sure shoot back <laughs> and kill you if you pull me over. Um, but I, I don't belong to PVP groups. PvP groups or go out looking for PvP fights necessarily. Um, but PvPers have always complained about the lack of balance and how hard it is to balance. The trade-off here is cookie-cutter builds. I mean, we already kind of had that, but you had to god-roll for them. You had to, like, you know, you had to farm for months and months and months just to have a chance to get the cookie-cutter build. Now everybody gets the cookie-cutter build? Uh, it's hard to say that really fast a lot. Um, and now you have more balance. Now you have more people with the same stuff that you could play with, where before you only had a handful of people that had the same stuff where you would feel balanced fighting against, right? Well, now it's open to everybody. Now it's just skill, which is the way it should be. That's how PvP games should be. Well, what I, I'll sort of touch a few things on what you said, because by and large, I'm in complete agreement with you are on, on that. What I would say with PvP balance is no one actually knows what it is. Um, and no one can really define it. So I think it's up to Frontier to say, this is what the balance is, and this is what we're going towards. And the example I use is the big three ships. Um, how many Cobras should it take to take down a Corvette? Or are the big three ships like World War II battleships, where you need another battleship or lots of smaller things to take them down? Or are they like a modern destroyer where they can be taken down by a lucky hit? So balance is In a very my personal opinion. I don't think unless you're pulling off some sort of very specific big ship killer build using like cascade mines, you know, and, and um, rail guns to pop the power plant and like how it is now is good because it's able to be done. You can kill a, a PvP Corvette with a PvP Cobra. Like you can do it if you're already there equipped for it. You know, if you fly around with this stuff on you all the time, like it can be done. But what I don't think is any Joe Schmo can max out an Eagle and have a chance against a max out Corvette. There has to be some sort of benefit to the person who worked for the Corvette. 
Yeah, one of the things that's been quite interesting to look at, and, and it was it was a change, um, was the philosophy behind the new changes for engineering, because the, the way I the way I see the philosophy is subtly changed from if you were one of the people that um, if you were one of the people that, for example, um, I just landed really badly on the train. If you're one of the people that routinely rolled. Um, hundreds of times for your modules, then the new system is definitely better. If you were used to doing 15, 20 rolls per module, the new system is definitely better. If you were one of the, I'll reach that like rare five and whatever I get at five will do. Yeah, the new system, there's a, the, new system the majority of people of are like that though. And all the discords that I belong to and all the people I talk to that enjoy engineering, they don't enjoy it like I do and probably you do. <laughs> they, they want that one G5 role. They'll take whatever they can and they're happy with it. You know, even if it's like a 35% to frame shift drive when they could get 50, you know, they're like, eh, it's okay. I mean, they're the ones that really are going to suffer, and I feel for them, and I don't see any way of fixing it. Really. I would put myself firmly in that camp, though. You know, I was like, you know, okay, fine, I've got a G5. I've got a G5 wait, 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 now is good. Yeah, yeah, well, I've got a G5, but I'll, I don't know what's going to happen now and what's going to happen in the real game, but what I noticed what I was doing in... With with my multi, with my beam blade I had to engineer up, I wound up like I need to go off and oh you know just another roll another roll yeah I'm up at 100 percent of G5 now so by chasing that by see, by seeing that progress bar it's just like oh, okay it's only another couple of rolls I could do this and then of course once you get to max level then you can go and get your special effect on it. Now they're appealing to your OCD rather than your gambling addiction. Yeah. And that's appealing to my OCD and you know not stopping until I've actually got what used to be a god roll works for me. Though. I mean, a lot of games rely on people's completionism oh. to like um, produce hours of gameplay. But that problem with they stuck me in with that. Bothered with it. <coughs> it seems like there's. Whether it's just me being picky, but it just still seems like there's too much going on for the engineers. You've got to go and unlock this, do that to unlock the next. And then you've got to go and farm the materials and stuff. I just want really engineered frame not that drive. Many I want to pay fish. Now, though. It's almost like paying fish. If you farm for some grade 5 materials with the new system, and you take them to the material trader, you get, for one G5, you get something like 81 grade 1s, 27 grade 2s. So, and that's one, and you get three at a time, remember? And they usually come in like sets of four, even in those horrible, horrible uh, signal source farming. So let's say you get 12. You can take five of those grade five materials and trade them down for everything you need in that category of material for all your roles and then some. I, I do like that. Like that's nothing. the problem is I just cannot be bothered with it. Sorry, I do like the material trade. And however, there's some... Parts about it, I think, that do need thinking about. And when people say the material trader makes engineering better, one of the factors they don't take into account, or there's two actually, is first of all, there's the, they're not going to be at engineering bases. You're going to have to go from A to B to C if yes. you run out of material. That is so awful. 
So that is horrific. Taking, so they're not taking into account the time it's going to be spent zipping around these places, or if you're in a Ferdinand Lance or Corvette, crawling around these places. Um, and then there's the fact that actually what you're doing is you are borrowing from the future to pay for the present. So you mentioned the grade five farming, and yes, it gives you lots of materials, but then that's one less grade five role you've got to go towards maxing it out. It took less than ten to max it out. Like I did, I did unmodded grade, or I did unmodded frameshift drive on the chieftain immediately. This is in beta one. This is before the changes, right? And I got. I started with 60 uh, modified embedded firmware and just a handful of scattered G5 materials. And so I hit all the material traders, filled in all the ones I needed, and then went to the engineer. And within 25 to 30 minutes tops of, of booting up the game, I now had a 56% frameshift drive. My 57.2 frameshift drive in live took over 450 rolls, and who knows how long. So is that because no. you then... That you then knew how where to find the bits because you've been engineering quite a lot. That's what I'm, tr what I'm trying to do in my thinking as well. Because I'm with you in terms of the way I. Yeah, I farm G5 mats, right? Like my daily gameplay for the last year has been go out farm G5 mats. That's what I do anyway. So you're used to so, where to find them and stuff like that. So for the ordinary player, yeah. the battle group player, it can it, the extra time it takes can seem. An issue. Which oh, is, it's going to take which, six or seven times the amount of materials they would have needed in the previous system when they just roll one to three times. Now they're going to have to roll you know, 15, 15 G5 mats worth of materials now. Yeah. That's why, that's what I was saying. Those are people it's going to hurt. And unfortunately, it's a large majority, in my opinion. I think a lot of people are like that. Yeah, so that, that's kind of one, that's one of my concerns about that. And there was the other, um, so I've got a list here. The, the, other, the, the other thing is that in your progression, I don't know how you used to do it, but let's say you are, you, I don't know, you, you got a corrosive round on multi-cannon that you then drop back two favor points. So you look at your materials and you go, oh, great, I've got enough for to go from three to four on a lightweight, and then I'll do a sturdy. Oh, and then I can, then I can do my... Yeah, being able five. to buy with the other materials that I would normally never use. That's so, true. So, but so now you you're not throwing away anything. One thing I noticed right away in beta is when I went driving around on a planet, it's like, hey, I could pick up everything. That's actually kind of nice because it takes less time to pick up everything than to find the one or two things I want. What it does, it, turns, it does, what it does, it turns you to new new from Teletubbies with this, you're the vacuum cleaner going... <laughs> yeah, I was thinking more like Scarface, though. But yeah, okay. Um, that, so that, that's what it does, and you kind of have to weigh up how long will players put up with sucking up everything on planets uh, when they could be flying a spaceship. Um, and uh, again, I haven't done, I haven't had any time to look at the new figures to do that. I don't uh, know. You don't have to farm in ways you don't enjoy anymore, though. I hate USSs. I don't have to do USSs anymore. I can go to Dav's Hope and drive around in little circles. You know, like, you have more options on how I you have to farm. You had, I thought you had to upgrade within your category. So you can't... It's only in the three categories. Any, any manufactured goes for any manufactured. It's the whole page. That's what I was saying in the in the beta stream. It looks like it's just a column or the row, or like what's next to each other. But in reality, you can trade anything on that page for anything else on that page, and it's all manufactured, all you know, rocks and all data. Those are the three categories. 
Yeah, which brings us back to the A to B to C thing again. Uh, the other, the other yeah, part, the other, they need the to put them part, all at the engineers. Well, it, it, it's like building a, putting a shipbuilder in Birmingham, isn't it? It kind of why would you not, if you're a materials trader, be where people needed the materials? It makes no sense why they scattered them. I, I take it kind of insulting. They're wasting my real life time do, making me do busy work that is completely unnecessary. I hope they reconsider it. This is what I consider for the engineers to begin with. I don't actually no, want to engineer my ships. Though, but, no, no, no. But I, I don't actually want to engineer my ships. I am quite happy ship. with them as they are. But that's the thing. If you're happy, if you don't, if you don't PVP at all, if you don't PVP at all, or you're you're patient and just seeing take things as they as they go, you don't need to engineer. But if there's something you want to do, then mm-hmm. having the um, having to do the extra roles, I think, could be an issue. And I'm not saying I that- enjoy combat zones and bounty hunting, like PVE combat and some light PvP. And I have to say, engineering makes it possible. You can't really go into combat zones without engineering. I mean, in any ship. I would agree with that. And the same yeah, goes with resource extraction sites. If you sit in the resource extraction site for too long, you will become a target. <coughs> you can yeah, enjoy more time, of the game. I'm sorry, but... More of your ship. I know, I know it's a game, but you don't go to Halfords and say, yeah, I want a turbocharger for my car. They don't go out and say, well, you need to find us a spooler, you need to find the turbocharger housing, you need to find us some turbo oil. It's just another type of... You just of, buy the damn part and they fit the damn part. Just another type of currency, though. I mean, really. You have to earn it. You have to go out and do something to earn it and then trade it in. So the other, the other factor um, there was about the engineering side of it, I think, um, was the... Sorry, I just put my notes up again. Now I've gone completely. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the other, the other thing was, was the, uh, the material trade is very good, but also the, um, they've changed the progression now, having the roles, haven't they? So you now... Supposedly, have a single role to go from one to two, a single role from two to three, two roles to go from three to That's four. That's if you're rank five with the engineer already. That yes, means I have already. Yeah, yeah. I haven't tested it without. I haven't tested it if you're not rank five. But then that, if that's the case, then it lends credence to punishing, if on a better term, uh, for handicapping, shall we say, casual engineers because they most likely won't be rank five in Palin, for example. Then, well, well, no, uh, those to be honest, G5ers already are. They're used to putting grade five dirty drives with one role, you're saying. That's who yeah, they're catering also, to. Well, they already also, have grade five with Palin. Well, also, I'm thinking people like, um, like Toxic, who's hardly engineered at all, or people who don't have, have time to play. I think I've got a total of three engineered modules, and that's because I happened to have materials when I went and swing by. Uh, and, and the other question is: is what what um, purpose do grades have now? Is there a logical purpose for grades now? Well, actually, that was one thing that I was asking um, as part of the original beta, because at the moment, it when you did the one to five, I can understand the idea behind it being. Um, Okay, you start off with one module, the engineer makes a tweak to that particular module, and um, the more that you roll with that engineer, the more that engineer is able to tweak and improve that single module. And when it's, he has to 
start all over again with a brand new module, I understand that because basically if you've made um, a whole load of changes to widget A in real life and you've managed to improve widget A, widget B that you're going to have to start work on, you're going to have to start right from the base level again anyway. So I can understand that point of that that kind of point of view as far as the the G1 rules are concerned. The main issue is that it it is that it is the time, isn't it? Well, the, the ranks designate. Yeah, the ranks designate <coughs> penalties. So currently, in the current system, like you don't really want a grade five overcharged. <coughs> Because that gives you too much heat. So people use either unmodded power plants, grade one through grade four, trying to look for that low heat. There is still a reason for grades. Like if you don't, if the benefits don't outweigh the penalty, but you still need some of the benefits, then you don't necessarily want the grade five. So in those instances, it makes sense to have different grades. Because now penalties are fixed. There's no avoiding it. There's no longer a secondary that can bring you back up from that penalty. Uh, and that is, sorry for unplugging the show, that, that is another thing I'll just kind of recognize in my notes, is that in the old system, um, you knew exactly how many materials you needed to do to get to each level. I mean, yes, you could roll as many times you like at the level you wanted, but to progress through, you think, oh, right, I need so many of these, so many of that. And there was certainty about it because you, could, you had a recipe list. Now, because of the RNG nature of progression, you can't tell for sure how many materials you need. And now, because you have to follow the recipe line, so let's say, for example, you have, you have five sulfur and you get unlucky and you use three of them up getting to level two, you could then be short of sulfur going from level two to level three. That happened to me in beta. I had to go back to the material trader. Yeah, that could be fixed if they put the material trader at the engineer. Yeah, I would and I was think that makes of, sense. Yeah, and I was thinking worst case scenario is you go to Palin and then you run out of materials at Palin and you then in your federal in your Ferdinand's or your Corvette. I would hope that there's one nearby Maya. I would hope. Well, the the one thing that we've I I don't know whether or not people consider. Um, if you manage to get Palin, I don't think you're considered to be a novice in in engineering because by the time you've got to Palin, you have gone through you've gone through Quint for God's sake. You've done a lot of engineering already at that point. You can't be considered yes, as a, a good point. as a casual if you if you're up at that level. I was referring to casuals as the casual G5ers, the people who have them all unlocked. They get a new ship or module. They want to just roll once. Basically, they're casual farmers, not casual engineers, I guess. So, so, how do you approach engineering? Because I think that's another aspect I think that we need to think about more. Is because when I buy a new ship, the first thing I do is I engineer it, and I do as much engineering on it as I possibly can. Because if you like, I want to tick in the box saying, "Yes, this ship is now done." Tick. Or I don't do even you... fly it. To be honest with you, I typically take an anaconda and load the modules up for that new ship in the anaconda and take it to the engineer, you know, like that, because nothing that I want to engineer has better jump range and is so more you, convenient. Yeah, so you do your engineering in one go rather than piecemeal? Somewhat, yeah. 
Um, I do things like when I got my power play weapons, I do all eight enforcer cannons at once. I do all eight, you know, APAs or whatever. So I'll have modules stored in ships, like already pre pre engineered, waiting for whatever whatever ship is coming. Like so how about, you, how about you, Cam Ben? How do you engineer your ships, or don't you bother? Uh, it depends what it is. If it's a uh... For most things, I will usually just casually engineer them, I guess you could say. So when I get a new, you know, like with my cutter, I went off and <clears throat> I did the frameshift drive. I did the, I, di- I dirty drive to her engines and I, I did take them up to G5. Um, then I went off and I did the guns, but it's just like, okay, well, I've got enough mats for this. I can go and do it. So um, I kind of need to argue a point in Twitch. Um hmm? About they don't seem or they don't seem to think that putting the traders with the engineers is a good idea, or I mean, yeah, the materials traders. I see it as the material trader travel time is a complete waste of time. It is unnecessary. You've already farmed the materials. You already did the work to get whatever it is you need. Like, why add extra? There's absolutely no reason for that, especially when you're trying to engineer a ship that has like twelve. 12 light year jump range. And then if you say, oh, they put them all over the place, you know, they put them really close, well, why couldn't they just put them there? Put them where you actually want them. no point. Yeah. Do you not think, though, at least now, with the remote engineering things, we can go off to the material trader and actually do our engineering there? Oh, you mean the pinned? They fixed the pins. That's the other good thing in beta. They've gone off and fixed the pins, so you've got one for five. Blueprint. Exactly. Yeah. That's good. I was going to really complain about pinning because I don't use it now and I wasn't going to use it. Yep. You still can't use it for special effects, though. Which is You can't use it for special effects, but you can do... You know, I could go off to one of the, you the can, material traders, sit there and yes. you know, get myself from one to five. They spread the three different good. types of material traders apart. <laughs> so they you have can't all your stuff. It's still stupid. Like That part's yeah. still stupid. Um, but, but the pinning, though, um, the thing is with secondaries the way they are in beta, you can buy a secondary when you're at a lower grade. So you could buy the secondary early on, and you can engineer on top of it, if that makes sense. And you, you hold on to your secondary. Yeah, it's not like the current live system where you have to apply it on this one chance god roll. You can't even like leave the screen to compare the stats with your other ones. You have to like hope that it's better and be like, okay, I'll spend the materials and buy and buy the the special effect. It's way better, you know, in that regard. Um, and by the way, I am I was completely and utterly with you on give us, shall we say, non combat related secondary effects and then engineering effects as a as a thing. And I would actually I'd let people go off and buy them. So you know, you've got two you've got different sockets of things. Yeah, Commander Wotherspoon is quite up for the fact that the secondary effects persist as well. Yeah, that weapons really need a second one, like gem slots, like you're saying. You know, um, they they need a second one. They need one for temperature reduction, power reduction, with the ability to keep a special effect, like incendiary or corrosive or something like that. And um, that goes Did some ben way. Just die? To... No, I left the wing so I could invite Sledge Collier back in. Uh, and that uh, would go some way, wouldn't it, to offset the advantage of old modules and new modules? If you could. Yeah. I mean, as someone who has lots of God-rolled modules, I'm more than happy to have them surpassed by the new system. I'm encouraging it. I want it. I'll upgrade all my old stuff. It'll be great. 
Yeah. So someone asked me, Shan, what, what, would you, what would you propose to change the system? Um, you know, how would you balance it? Because clearly there's a, a dichotomy between uh, min-max rollers and the casual battle do rollers. And I don't personally want to see one group of people uh, disadvantaged against the other. So I got to thinking, and the only thing I could come up with is if you wanted to, well, other than having sliders and doing it properly, but that's a different subject altogether. But basically, if you wanted to have the maximum possible, you do the one to five thing now. So you have, as, as um, Colin said, it's like when you upgrade your turbo or your engine, you have a stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four. And to hit stage four, you need all the previous ones to get the maximum out of that. Or if you wanted to have a that'll do, you can jump straight to level to grade five, but your maximum possible is reduced. So if you want to, that'll do. You can just do it straight off the bat. If you want to hit that maximum on the module, you then... Providing they already had rank five with the engineer oh, yeah, yeah. like that, it is on the current that's, system. That's, that's the yeah, that would, that would be good. I don't see any downside to that. Um, because the bottom of G5 in the beta is better than a lot of bad G5 rolls in live as it is. So you're still getting an upgrade if you think about it that way. Exactly, yes. So it gives the player a choice, and if the player has choice, there's an agency in it. Um, so, you know, having the one-to-four thing would... Is, if you want min-max, because, hey, you know, it, it's an extra 10, 15 rolls, if you're used to doing that just to get a good roll for G5, then... It's, hey, it's so a lot what? less than that, though. It's, it's an extra five button clicks. If it's one roll to go from G1 to G2... Well, it's or slightly more than that now. It's, it's one one. Two, two, so it's, it's nothing it's, that all of that costs you less than one G5 material, exactly. Like, yeah, so yeah, that's, that's why I'm pleased they changed it because, as it was with the three, I mean, in beta, it took me uh 10 rolls just to go from one to two once, and it used up what? myself. Wow, I, it took me two rolls to go one to two, three rolls to go to three, and I think six rolls though after that for each one, and then 10 at the end. Yeah, 10 at the end seems to be the common figure. Cause like, even with the new system, people are reporting it takes 10 to max That's out. okay, though. I mean, if you want to max it out, it. do the work, you know. Yeah, but that's one thing that will come in handy, though, is I, I know people don't like the fact that it, you know, there's not enough of variety, but what it does do is that when it comes down to PvP, it's all going to be down to pilot skill if yeah. you have well, maxed and your loadout though there's still going to be builds like there's oh, yeah, going to be counter builds for other builds and stuff yes like that. i yeah you, you still get that but the the main point is is far more of a level playing field than it is at the moment and surely that will cut down a lot of well there'll be a, a lot probably a little bit of salt over oh he still managed to beat me because he had a, he engineered a better ship but there's I don't think that argue hold, argument holds as much because the god rolls have really gone. It will certainly be interesting to see how it progresses. But I think definitely, before, before we move on, definitely the improvements they've put forward in this beta have helped tremendously. I think it remains to be seen where they put the material traders as to how much difference is actually made. Yeah. So, okay, we'll move on. I, I think everybody's I think we're all engineered out for the moment. <laughs> oh, sorry, I've forgotten. Oh no! no. Obviously not. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> it was it was about the hundred per material 
limit and how lots of people think it's an, it's great. Other people, particularly explorers um, and those who synthesize lots of stuff, are seeing it as a limitation. Um, oh, you mean that some people have just um, loaded up on, on one particular thing that they need? Well, so the, they've the, gone down the, from 1,000 to 100? Well, the example is Niobium for the level 3 um, friendship drive boost. Um, it limits you now to 33 um, great uh, rank 3 friendship drive boosts, which I know for some engineers, uh, some explorers, is actually quite limiting um, in what they can carry. And also, if you want to um, synthesize heat sinks, then that puts a restriction on how many heat sinks you can Ah, do as well. Well, this is one thing that Sandro has always said about the, <laughs> the synthesis and engineering is that he, he doesn't want people just to be able to constantly regenerate what they need. They've got to come back to the bubble at some point. That, that was one of the things. It, it caused a whole lot of fury over last time, which was, a, if I remember rightly, and I don't see them changing their mind on that. No, but previously, if you if you were particularly eighty, for a better word, then you at least could hold more than one hundred uh, of the materials that you needed to synthesize a heatsink for, for example. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm beginning to see. I'm beginning to see their point, but um, I think the vast majority of people are really enjoying having this hundred uh, mat limit for each type. The pros and cons, I mean, it probably makes it easier to remember where you are seeing limits against each one. But there is a sacrifice in terms of versatility. Where the optimum point is, I'm not sure, but I think it's something to bear in mind. That if you're at exploring, you will now be limited to... You know what fix all that? Put the material traders in your ship. Just put it on the right panel. And then you can that, trade for more neobium when you run out. Wouldn't that be like a Star Trek replicator, though? You go, uh, yeah, there you go. sulfur. It requires matter. It's not like it's just generating it's something. More like trade. alchemy. Yeah, more like alchemy. Oh, no. We're going in to get into the laws of equivalent exchange now. So, um, it's not equivalent. It's six to one. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you guys shouldn't have heard that. My microphone was supposed to have been muted. Ah, well, I just managed to slip in an anime reference, and I don't think anybody else got it. Oh, so got it. we got it. <laughs> well, moving on then. Um, are we quite sure we've had enough of the engineers for the moment? Because I mean, I'm quite happy with the changes that they've made. I think it's better than what we had before. Might need a little bit more of a tweak, though. Is is that what everybody thinks? I, I think they general, nailed yeah. most of the recipes, but yeah, the trader and some of the other logistics about it could use some tweaking. Mm. So, okay, well, we'll move on from there for the moment. Uh, <laughs> um, do we want to have an advert break before we come back? Just to, to take so. a deep breath <laughs> from engineering. We seem to be having advert problems. <laughs> You've flown ships at max speed. You've felt the power of the 30 megawatt mining laser. You've experienced the efficiency of the MB4 mining machine. Wow. 
But it leaves every hardcore miner with just one question. Why can't I get a shave that's that fast, close and efficient? Introducing the Saracen MB5 Shaving Drone. It's so smooth. Combining the power of a mining laser with the convenience of a drone. It's like every hair is targeted by a fighter and destroyed. Saracen's patented shaving drone attaches to your face at the start of the day. Leave it to do its work, and when you come back to check, your face is shaved. He's so smooth. It's like I'm mining my face. The Saracen MB5 Shaving Drone. Now I feel manly. Saracen Shaving. Making shaving an unnecessary adventure. Attention. Attention. Lave Station Inform Myrtle. We interrupt your broadcast to bring you essential system information regarding the planet Lave. Warm feedback from Karash. Hey guys. My sis wants you to do fake weather reports of what the forecast is like for late next week. Answer. Planet-wide weather data is difficult to collate. However, we have enclosed the forecast for Ashoria over the coming week. Tomorrow morning will be cloudy, with a chance of rain. Temperatures range from 12 to 17 degrees Celsius, or 285 to 290 Kelvin. Citizens are reminded to wear filter devices where possible to minimize exposure. The afternoon will turn colder but visor recommendations remain in place. Rain is expected this evening with elevated levels of hydrogen. And welcome back. Well, we're going to quickly go through um, the rest of uh, 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 Beta 3 changes so far. Uh, um, I think one of the things we'll we'll touch on quickly is uh, the Chieftain. Now... This this ship, a medium ship that's come in, we've, we've we've talked a little about it so far, but so far on the forums and on Reddit, this ship has been received very positively. Would you not agree? Yeah, it's great. The shields are a little light, though. It's like the Federal Assault ship. I'd give it a solid six out of ten. Oh, you're not happy with it then? Its lateral thrusters are a bit weak um it's it's more of a hull tank than a shield tank i think um i do like the convergence of the weapons they're very good uh the movement is great but the lateral thrusters need work i think mm. uh, i mean have you taken them up against the the chieftain up against the um the new thargoid contacts i have yes i actually think the fast is a better combat ship you think the ASP was a better combat ship? Federal assault ship. Oh, sorry, fast. I thought you said ASP. Um, I, I don't know, actually. Um, from from what I've seen from everybody else, they seem to be quite taken with the with the Chieftain. If not its performance, definitely its looks. It's an interesting looking ship. I do like it for its looks. And the fact that it's painted orange, well, not completely orange, but it has some orange on it to begin with. That's quite a nice touch. Mm, I mean, um, using the the, uh, the Twitch chat, uh, Sledge Caller is saying that it, it does have a bit of a problem landing on a planet. It is, yeah, it does take some bringing down. Is but that to be fair, he was landing the same way I land, which is basically point down and boost and see what happens. Uh-huh. The vertical thrust on it kind of sucks. It does. So, yeah, that goes back to the lateral thrusters then. 
Yeah, yeah maybe it's because um, they forgot to make them turn. They forgot to install them completely. So has anyone taken one of these up against something bigger than just the scouts? The Fargo yeah, scouts? And well, how did it do? I haven't taken it against the real Thargoid. Um, I've taken it against the baby Thargoids. Um, oh, yeah. Well, that's that's what I meant. I mean, this, we've got the Thargoid scouts, which are four and, you know, four, six and eight squadrons. I think someone's, someone's come across a, a, a swarm of 12 that was involved in a, a fight in the middle of a, a federal... Well, there was uh, a Class 8 non-human resource uh, signal source that someone found, wasn't there? Yes, there was. And when they, they dropped in, there was there was a phenomenal amount of these little ships flying about. And they, it, it was a massive um, fight between that and the feds, wasn't it? And then when they blew all the little ships up, uh, Medusa turned up. Ooh. Ooh, you don't want that. <laughs> yeah. That, so that's... They, uh, go on. No, I think the, the, the Chieftain is, is a solid ship. And what's it, eight? I don't know how much it's cost now. Was it 16 million? Oh, yeah, sixteen-ish million. Yeah, 16 million. It's not expensive. Um, so for its yeah, price it's actually range, quite cheap. Yeah, so for its price range, I think it's in the right place. Personally, I'd have wanted a bigger ship, but then I like bigger ships anyway. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll definitely get one. Uh, I don't think it'll be my main ship, though, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So you, I mean, you wouldn't use it for say Thargoid ops or only or something like that. You would. Well, for, just... for little Thargoids, you would. Uh, against the Cyclops, I'm not sure it has the pure hull strength um, to be able to cope with that. You want the T-10 for the bigger ones, don't you? Uh, I personally rate the Anaconda as a better Thargoid killer than the T-10. Yeah. Uh, hey, so you can get like 8,000. That surprises me, actually. But overall, um, the Chieftain is considered a good addition. It's, it's not yeah. a wasted... It's not a wasted ship, put it this way. Okay, no, not, we've all been waiting for it, put it that way. Mm. Okay, what about the call sign options? Has anyone been using those? They are not that much different. It's still the first three characters, no matter whether you choose your ship name, your commander name, or your ship ID. Mm. Fair enough. So, yeah, so you know, my ship is called. Um, got bun. Well, one of my ships is called Got Buns Hunt. So the um, radio call, if you choose a ship name, is Golf Oscar Tango. Mm. See, I like it though because I've got the you know my my name is three le- three letters, so I just you know Commander Echo India Delta. Well, that's and cheating. I'm not not cheating. I've had that name for since before Ed. Well, actually, since before you were born. <laughs> oh thanks makes me feel young <laughs> I was going to say since Ed Lewis was born but I think Ed, Ed Lewis was about three years old when uh, I picked up the name Ed, Ed Vice. that's a bit worrying I'm quite glad they haven't got the text to speech function for the ship name they're doing phonetically because every single text to speech engine I've ever seen uh, pronounces Shan as Sean Mm. Uh, or something weird like that. You never managed to get that Anne quite right. So yeah. I'm quite glad it's phonetically. Yeah, well, and you've also got to worry about the, the profanity filters when these things come in, <laughs> especially if you're yeah, flying um, the, scum, the Pride of Scunthorpe. So, <laughs> well, what else did I notice? Um, EDDI. It doesn't call it Galnet, it's Galne. So, oh, yeah, is that French, is it? Sorry? Yeah. It's a bit French, is it? 
a little bit, yeah. Yeah. One thing I've noticed actually with the Galnet News is how Galnet News itself is pronouncing Colonia, where it's saying Colonia. Yes, that's colonia. a medical procedure, right? Colonia irrigation. <laughs> <laughs> I think that isn't that colonic irrigation, but maybe. But no, back to like the ship call out. So it would really be nice if they use the full limit of the ship ID because they only limit us to six characters. I'm sorry, but it's not a lot. Okay. They are only reading out half of your ship ID. Mm. So, um, as far as the crime and punishment changes are concerned, um, I mean, you know we've touched on this before, but there's been a little bit of a concern about the the small bounties that take millions to pay off. It I doesn't seem they've sorted the friendly fire out yet, have they? Uh, the proportionality of the offence, I think, does need to be looked at. Um, but they've subtly changed it. Is that if you hit a ship you haven't targeted, that's mm-hmm. then when you should get the reckless weapons by fine. So if you accidentally ship accidentally crosses your path and you haven't targeted, that's when you get the fine, supposedly. Right. Um, it's it's when you open fire with uh, before the scan finishes, particularly if you've got. Uh, the phased experimental, which goes through and hits the hull, then you will get a 100 credit bounty. bounty. Yes. Now, now that's where the issue comes because first of all, uh, pre- in the current build, if you if you nick a ship, you get the equivalent of a 10 minute timeout. So you get a couple hundred credits fine. You think, oh drat! You jump out of the system, make a cup of tea, come back in 10 minutes, and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. And, and that in itself is enough to make you think, well, actually, I better not do that again. Well, I mean, actually, I've just noticed, you know, I'm, I'm just driving around my SUV just now. I've gone into turret mode and I am aiming above um, Commander Kaima Motsu. So I'm aiming above Commander Kaima Motsu, but I went off and accidentally clipped his shields, even though my aim point isn't anywhere near him and the bullets, well, the the dual repeater on the SRV didn't go anywhere near him, but it did clip his shields, which means I've now got a 200-credit bounty on my head. Cool, uh, getting shot is, now, then. And, and, and that's <laughs> actually a potential real issue, because yeah. you, 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 you have a choice, don't you? The, the payment of a 200-credit bounty is now a percentage of the rebuy of the ship that you use to clip them. So if you're in a, a top-end cutter or Corvette, that could be several million. Or effectively not doing any damage at all, maybe scaring the pilots a little bit. So I think the size of that fine needs to be looked at. But of greater impact, I think, is the fact that you then have a bounty, which if you get scanned or you try and dock in the wrong system, means you can end up with a rebuy for your ship and possibly lose your crew, which is a good thing, but uh, <laughs> or possibly lose your crew for the sake of doing something that everyone in the game has ever done of accidentally firing before a scan finishes. Mm. Um, well, I, yes, I it's had... a crime, but proportionally, it doesn't feel right to me. Mm. No, I completely agree with that. I had a friendly fire incident where um, I was involved with uh, pirates attacking a Farragut. 
And unfortunately, one shot, just one shot from one of the multi-cannons, clipped the Farragut shields. That was it. I had a 100-credit bounty, and everybody was after me. The pirates, the Fed defenders, the whole lot. And so far in my T9, I haven't been able to pay this bounty off. And it's just got worse and worse and worse. And I, uh, there is also another complaint that if you go to the interstellar brokers, or the, the, the guys that are able to pay off these bounties. First of all, if you're in a large ship, finding uh, a base where you've got a, uh, somewhere where the landing pad big enough to, to allow that is like finding rocking horse poo. Uh, and the other one is the fact that for a 100-credit bounty, you're paying off half of your ship, which in my case, would the rebuy for that would be three mil, three four million. And that's that's a real issue because what it does is it effectively makes certain sorts of gameplay that people enjoyed prohibitive. Yeah. I mean, so for example, in this in the new world, if it keeps the same, I won't ever do another bounty hunting CG unless there's a base I can jump to to clear my bounty off. Yeah. Uh, because... And even and even then, a couple of clips, accidental clips, or whatever it is that effectively wipes out the rewards I would get from the CG. So it doesn't become financially worth it mm-hmm. for me to take part in that CG. The other thing, not that I did these anyway because I don't like getting bounties, but is the um, base assaults and skill missions where you yes. can pick up a bounty for, for doing a mission, basically. And that, again, the fact you're picking up bounties for that would put me off doing it in the same way as doing assassination missions, you know, kill a traitor and whatever, would also stop me from doing it. So this punitive small bounty fine system is, is effectively walling me off from all sorts of content, and I think that's an issue. Well, the first thing to, to point out is most of those assassination missions that I've come across, the target is always wanted anyway. So that's not really been a problem. The other issue is that most of the missions which you are given, which are basically destroy X amount of skimmers or destroy uh, the shield generator and things like that, those are handed out by outlaw organizations anyway. So you'll end up there actually putting things back into a line where you are doing something quite naughty. So Hang you on. shouldn't get a... Alvin goes off and tells me to do this kind of thing. Yeah, but... <sighs> Alvin tells you to go and do that against people who aren't friends with Alvin, right? Yeah, but he's not an... Ad- the- Alvin's not a criminal organisation. Well, he is to the organisation that's um, that well, you're going that's to like hit. saying the police are a criminal organisation to the mafia. They are. They're 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 they're, they're their enemies. So so I think we might have found a bug. <clears throat> this uh, commander Kimamutsu appears to have his landing gear out, is bouncing on the planet's surface, and can fire his weapons. So either he's not landed, or he's landed and there's something wrong with the instancing. Ooh. Well, that's definitely one to highlight then. So, yeah, so going back to the... Well, the chat have noticed it, so I'll turn around to have a little look, see what's going on, and yeah, it's bouncing well. Looks like he's having a good time in the Chieftain. He is. So I don't think there's any doubt that 
accidentally opening fire on a ship before the scan's finished and stuff like that is a crime. No. I think the question is, is what should be the penalty for it? Yeah. I, I think I think we're all in agreement that, you know, a couple a couple of hits by accident, that's really a warning. Slap wrist. But uh, even a hundred credit bounty is enough to condemn you uh, to a life of crime, as I am finding out, because I cannot get rid of my bounties no matter where I go. <laughs> so what do you think the answer should be? Should it be like a, a limit? Like if you go over a thousand credits, then it becomes a bounty for the next one or? Oh, I mean, that. yeah, that does feel, it, that kind of thing does feel a little bit of a, maybe a bit more of a solution, but yeah, I think the friendly fire still does have to be looked at again. I mean, as far as clipping is concerned, well, the reason that that's been put in there is because um, there's been so many complaints about griefers ramming other ships in into 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 each other and causing damage, and that is supposed to be the one of the uh, uh, deterrents, if you like. But ramming is different to clipping, and with a, with a weapon, isn't it? Mm. Oh, you mean clipping with a weapon? I, th I thought yeah. you said that you you clipped each other's ship and I then got a bounty. If, if you plink the shields, you get a bounty. Mm. Fair enough. Rumble Spooks in the chat says, Every time I die, I'm instantly pegged with a power play bounty as well. It doesn't prevent me accessing to the stations, but it is always there and keeps me wanted. Mm. Yeah, this, this is the problem that I've got at the moment because... Uh, Apparently, I've got to hand myself in to the cops slash detention centre. Well, like I, like I said earlier, pilot, I did hand I'm myself sure. in, if and I wasn't that, able to get those fights. Your backside shot out of space. If you're wanted and you go up to the police, they're going to have you pretty quickly, mm. usually. Yes, usually. Um, the other, the uh, one of the other things we noticed, little minor thing, is there's now a new graphic setting of disabled idle hand animation. Um, has that bothered anybody? Mm, it's not bothered me, but I have noticed a GIF con that a, a GIF of a pilot sitting in his chair, where the idle hand animation looks incredibly dodgy as a shadow. Mm. Oh, right. I see what you mean. Yes, yes. I've, I've, I've seen a certain commander's videos, which I will link to you after the show. Um, I just need to remember who it is. Um, does quote a. Video series is quote review unquote and then elite ships. So he he's done a review on Type Ten, which is it. It sort of sounds like he's um, kind of worse than one of us. It's oh, it's another type. It's another type ship. It's this. It's that. Go and have a look. It's worth it. I'll see if I can find the link and stick it in the chat. I think uh, what annoyed me more was the um, the direction was reversed. So mm. when you yawed to the left, it showed the going to the right and vice versa mm. so is everybody happy with Victor um, he doesn't say friendship drive are you disappointed by that Jean I can tell that you are I think that's a huge issue the fact we lost our friendship drive <laughs> yeah well considering that um, a lot of people who complain about care bays would want the friendship the, the friendship drive to go <laughs> what I want to know is when are we going to get when are we going to get Commander Wotherspoon 
as a as a voice pack. Well, I think we'll have to wait and see what what happens. Oh, I can in the imagine future. that now. So, do Your you think frame we'll shift drive is charging? Do you think we'll get more voice packs? Well, I think we will because it um, it's gone into that that, that section that livery that livery livery section of the of the outfitting, which is basically paid for attachments, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I'm expecting from now on. They've said that they've they've been working with the H, the with the HCS voice packs people, and just the thought that they could, I mean, if they could pull in some of the the people that they've already got doing those voice packs i think people would pay hand over fist for that i think people would pay for a lave radio voice pack hint hint <laughs> not saying anything actually ooh, no i don't i don't think you want me coming in your ears all the time <laughs> colin what? Wow. Probably what? Would. Is it late <laughs> enough for you to say that on air? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come on, that, yeah. What, what are you on about? That is Chorley FM's saying. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on that note, um, shall we move on to the community corner? Yes. Okay. Um, what is this about a cake at 6,000% heat? Oh, yes. Um, so a couple of friends of mine, Commanders Rena and Lomengrace, decided to see how much heat the chief could take. Turns out 6,000% for five minutes-ish, which is quite a lot. It's probably quite good, because the Chieftain seems to run quite toasty, I've noticed. Uh, there should be a link in the show notes, so if you click on it, you'll see a rather toasty Chieftain with some um, crispy bits on the edge. Hmm. Now, unfortunately, the next thing on our list isn't exactly... It doesn't really um, show the elite community in the best of lights. Or it could do. It has the potential of showing better. It seems that the um, the Dove Enigma mega ship has been UA bombed. Now, who's been the expert? Who's been following this one? No, nobody. But we all, we all yeah, we we all want to swear at it uh, and and just you know get really annoyed like the rest of the forums going. Oh, for fuck's sake! Um, can't you guys just be? Not total dicks once? Is there nothing that is sacred? Would you come to my house and let down the tyres on my wife's wheelchair? Is there no end to dickery in this galaxy? As I was saying earlier on, shittery dickery doc, dicksy. Um, the, the point, I think the point is, I thought, although I believe uh, I saw a message from uh, Commander Royal Hankey who says that the um, repairs have been made. I know the truckers have jumped in. But yes, essentially, for anyone that's not familiar with it, the... the um, oh, cricket, what was it called now? I keep, think, I keep seeing, think, thinking Enigma. Is that right? It's Dove Enigma. Yeah. Yeah, Dove Enigma 13, who is due to arrive at, the, at his megaship on the 4th, or by the 4th, fingers crossed. Uh, and... <laughs> 
So if anyone doesn't it's, remember, that, 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 that is the large convoy that was done for Commander Dove Enigma, who is um, well struggling with terminal cancer and wanted to make a, a run out to Colonia and do it in a way that kind of marked his uh, his own personal journey and was surrounded by friends. I, I don't think there's a, a more community-based, wonderful moment in the game than to fly alongside this guy and take him to this beautiful megaship that's been put in-game for him. Uh, and, uh, yeah, an amazing event. Um, and obviously, you know, it did create the opportunity for the ultimate dickery, but I don't think anyone for four minutes or four seconds ever imagined that even the worst players in the game would think to do anything at all in order to like get in the way of this. But yeah. no, no, apparently there is no limit to the wankerism of some players out there that will sit there, I don't know, getting some kind of deep sexual thrill from it. Um, well, hopefully so. And you know what? And, and hopefully they may well find themselves with their own fitting sickness uh, soon, some kind of nasty virus and cause their bits to fall off. Something along those lines. Something nice and pleasant for them. You're just hoping for karma, aren't you? I think karma needs to come and take a big chunk out of somebody's backside. Um, I, I agree with him. Yeah, I mean, uh, to be fair, been... I was looking on their just giving page for um, for well, the trip. Yeah, and they've made. Well, last time I looked, the figure was three thousand ninety-five pounds sixty-one pence, mm. which is quite a lot. I mean, the expedition itself explicitly wants to draw attention to the dangers of unprotected exposure to the sunlight, resulting of a of and the risk of sudden melanoma. And, yeah, I mean, I had a look at uh, the cancer research page on that, and it is quite scary, and I am it's putting on a nice. lot of sunscreen. I am putting on a lot of sunscreen from now on. Well, I mean, so, I'm just not going outside. There's one better than that. I'm just not going back outside ever again. I lost my father to a melanoma as well. Um, crikey, that was back in 2001. Um, so it, you know, it, it does affect us all. We're out there every day. He was, you know, they never actually did find the actual original source of his cancer at all. Um, so it could have been a freckle or a mole anywhere, and nothing to, you know, significant or problematic, and until it was in his brain. And then yeah. at, that, at that point, it was yeah, it was all too late, and uh, yeah, watching good people. Disintegrate before Suffer. your eyes is is the most you know one of the most horrific ways to go and <clears throat> yeah and then of course you know you have such a wonderful event and anyone I mean it, there's there's so many things that you can do to to do um, bring highlight this you know you, I mean obviously what you would do if you're playing Devil's Advocate is well they've brought you know attention to this it had attention it didn't need much more. And it certainly didn't need this kind of attention of bringing, you know, there's just nobody, nobody wins in this circumstance. It just makes the responsible parties look like complete and utter heartless dicks. Not clever, not funky, not, oh, I want to be in there, gang. Let's go and hang out at the gang shelters. It's more like, let's go and beat them up with bricks. And, you know, um, again... Karma will get him. You know, karma will come through at some point. They will find... 
no quarter in game and they don't deserve it anyway and whatever excuses they come up with regardless of the fact that it is you know within the game mechanics and it's not against the rules argue that all you like be, it's arsehole yeah. this, this, well, this one thing say, I've got yeah, to yeah, yeah it's part of the rules um, yeah. you wait till he gets a station up I'll tell you now everyone's going to sit there and constantly bomb it I, I, I think no, the real no, test... nobody, nobody should be a, a blind bit of attention that's it I think the real test will come and is will be well what happens next will the community still focus on these Descriptable people, or will they rally around, regardless of your preferred gameplay type, whether it's PvP, murder hobo, or care bear? <laughs> will they rally around and get this, you know, reverse the UA bombing that's been done? Well, because think- that, for me, would be the ideal. Would be everyone rallies around saying, "Okay, those guys are those guys are idiots. They're morons. They're whatever. Let's forget about them. They don't deserve any more oxygen." Let's get on and yeah. give this guy the send out he deserves. They don't deserve yeah. any words. I know that the fuel rats sent out uh, divert all of their fuel rats to head out there with meta alloys. I know that the truckers have sent a number of commanders out there. And as I said, I think I had a, an unconfirmed report from Commander Heinke that the station had now been uh, returned to normal. I mean, it's not going to affect the event any. It's just a bit of controversy for controversy's sake. And you know that you know that way when it used to be in the sort of early 90s and into 2000s when uh, somebody would release some kind of controversial song just for the sake of being controversial and everyone would just look at them like the complete plonker they were. Um, it is just controversy for controversy's sake and it deserves no more attention than to get everyone to get their meta allies out there, deal with it, fix it and move on with our lives and forget it. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that um, we, I mean, we just have to say, there's a lot of arguments on the forum saying that it, if... You know, it's allowed in the rules, so therefore it should do it. This isn't a, a thing that's that should matter to the rules. This is someone who has a terminal condition. This is someone who's not going to be around for much longer. And you have decided to put this in the way of something that they want to do before the, the inevitable happens. Um, well, I hope you're happy with yourselves. I, I hope that basically that little that little dick that you have must be so erect right now. And <laughs> I hope... Come on, guys. This is live radio. We've... No, no, I'm not finished with this because this, to me, is oh just a little bit less <laughs> worse than swatting. Okay? I mean, we've had this horrible swatting incident over in the States, which went way out of control. And this is just that one little level down where they're thinking, oh... Oh, look at me, I am so happy, I've got my name in the funny papers. Fuck off. I don't want you in this game. I've had enough of people like you. You are an idiot little bit of scum. I don't want you. Go away. Good for you, Nobody Connor. here in this community wants somebody like that. I tell it now. And I will now take my pills. And breathe, <laughs> and breathe. Yes, the, please the, do. The, the danger is that you know they, they get the attention that they're looking for, and 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 it's just the act of you know some random arse, some murder hobo, whatever you want to call them. You know, there's plenty of names you'd like to call them, but just remember that we are still that 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 convoy is still going ahead. It will not be derailed. It will still arrive, and you know, 
God willing, he will arrive at his station and witness it and take great joy in what accomplishment he has made in this game. Uh, we wish them the very, very best for the rest of the whatever they end up doing. Um, I would yeah. also like to extend a huge congratulations to those who have actually managed to get it unlocked if it has happened. If they have managed to get the um, expedition finished because the station was unlocked again, massive congratulations to you for doing it. Oh, I've gone off and actually asked, so I'm, if I get a reply, I'll, I will provide any updates if I can. Ah, well, I've, I've calmed down. Um... <laughs> Oh my goodness! It must be my week for ranting because um, I, l- I lost my rag with the uh, the guard frequency. <laughs> Sent them a, a massive long essay uh, this week about w- a couple of their comments. Whew. Uh, I've got to really stop the forum war. Um, <laughs> flying off the handle like that. Uh, so right. it's good for us now and again, Colin. We. Uh, there's one of the slightly amusing things I think we have is it was mentioned earlier, but the uh, stacking of dirty drive engineering mods, uh, which, which leads to a human jam making potential. Did you see this where they uh, managed to engineer by stacking dirty drive modifications a chieftain? I think it was that type nine, wasn't it? I thought it was a chieftain, but anyway, that speed was then measured in the um, megameters per second. I thought he got zero point one. Of the speed of light, or something like that, zero point one C. I've sent a couple of image links around to Twitch and to Skype so that you guys can see it without looking through the show notes. Yeah, which which I approve of that sort of bug because what I would do is I'd fill it full of passengers and I would make Shan Jam <laughs> to sell as meet an orbital. You, are Chan, you are the kind of person that really wants that death roller coaster. Well, what what I also noticed. Well, apparently, it's been in game for a while, but uh, apparently, passengers' um, cabins have uh, ammo. Oh, and, really? And yes, well, the, the ammo for the um, the passenger uh, cabins uh, are the escape pods. And apparently, if you uh, if when they jettison out, you can see the little escape pods pop out of the bottom of the ship. Um, so I actually want the ability to be able to fire them back into burning space stations. I was waiting oh. for that. Uh, you need a material trader so you can trade passengers for fertilizer. Or jam. <laughs> okay. Um, one of the things that we'll, uh, we're going to end with today um, is that, as everybody knows, Commander Alan Strauss has not been on the, on the uh, show for quite a while. Uh, one of the reasons for that is that he has been working with Julian Gallup uh, for working on the new Julian Gallup game called Phoenix Point. And one of the things that we've got for you as a little treat is um, a small short story uh, in audio form. So we'll be playing that uh, in the next couple of minutes, if that's lined up, Grant. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're all... It's, it's, yeah, do you want to play just now? Um, yeah, we will... Uh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So this, yeah, this is a short story from... Well, in the Phoenix... Uh, point isn't it? Yeah, a game which looks spectacular when it's we're looking forward to that one coming out. Um, and yeah, hot off the presses and enjoy. Recruiting a Phoenix Point audio story by Alan Stroud. 
Veterans Association Cafe is never crowded. Some days you wish it was, so you can share. Other days, it's nice to be alone with your thoughts. The television in the corner is on. The news reporter is outside a quarantine hospital. She's talking about some kind of viral infection spreading down the Canadian eastern seaboard. I'm sort of listening to it, but not overly much. There's a coffee in front of me. I'm holding it with my right hand, watching the brown liquid swirl and feeling the warmth through the cardboard cup. I don't get the flashbacks when I'm here in the early morning. It's too cold and green. The place smells different too. There's a sharpness to the air that wakes you up. That all makes the 30 minute drive and hard walk up the hill worthwhile. I try to be here whenever I can. It settles me down, gives me balance for the rest of the day. I've been back here in Clinton for three months. After six weeks in a military hospital and physiotherapy ward, I'm still adjusting, but I'm getting there. People are friendly and sympathetic, but sometimes pity isn't what you need. There's a man sat at my table. He hasn't bought a drink. I guess he isn't staying. He's in a suit and he's carrying a briefcase. I don't know him. He's not seen the things I've seen what people are capable of when they're pushed. Or perhaps he has. I, I don't know. Lieutenant Halson, I came up here to offer you a job working with our organization. I can hear the words, but I don't believe them. I raise my head and look him in the eye. Why in God's name would you want to employ me, I ask. The man smiles, but there's no humor in the expression. It's just a quirk of his lips. His eyes are cold blue-gray, his hair thinning, and clearly colored dark brown. He has that just-turned look of someone in their mid-thirties or early forties when the edges have started to sag and fray. You have a unique set of skills, Lieutenant. You served your country with distinction and bravery. Plus, you still have two years left on your security clearance. That make me valuable? Yes, indeed it does. I frown. I can't read this guy. All I have are the words. I've done my time and given enough for my country, I say. The man nods. Yes, you have. No one could deny it. But this all depends on what you want, not what you're obligated to do, Lieutenant. Who do you represent? I ask. The organization is called Vanadium, Lieutenant. We specialize in private security and high-tech military solutions to problems that our clients encounter. I've been sent here today because my employers believe you would make a significant contribution to our work, and in turn, working with us would benefit you greatly. I raise my prosthetic left arm, the electromotor responding to the little muscle twitches I can make in my shoulder and bicep. The plastic fingers close into a fist on the table. I'm not much suited to a desk job, Mr... Signs. Albert Signs. Well, Mr. Signs, as you can see, I'm about done with personal security, too. Signs gazes at the prosthesis. That's a Highland Model 4. Really good work they do in helping people's lives. I guess, I reply. It'll never be a part of you, though. Nothing ever will really be a part of you, like your own skin, flesh, and bone. Signs reaches out and taps a finger against the hard plastic of my hand. Might be technology could eventually make you feel that. Maybe get the motor control hardwired into your cortex and nervous system, but you'll still be a man with a replacement arm, not the same as before. You trying to make me angry, Mr. Science? No, just being honest, he says. I think about that. He's completely right, but these aren't the words I hear from most people. 
From them, the emphasis is on ignoring change, not even mentioning it. People in the street think I can't see the little glances when they're being polite to my face. Old friends treat me like I'm broken and altered, but put a front on it. They're not really accepting me for what I am now, learning my new strengths and weaknesses. They just see limitations, and that can be infectious, making me just see limitations, leading me to a dark place. Science leans forward. Lieutenant, you have a perspective on the world which we need. We are looking to cure you, coddle you, or do you some kind of pity fuck favor. We want you as you are, for what you are, to work with us. I'm staring at him again. This time I can read something. Sincerity. Maybe I don't have all the information. Maybe I don't know what these people are up to, but I think he's being honest. You do this a lot, I ask. Signs nods. This is what I do. All the people I get sent out to find are profiled individuals with special abilities and experiences. Like me? Actually, no. That's the point. You'll see if you join us. I think some more. What am I doing that's keeping me here? Maybe by staying, I'm making myself part of the problem. Trying to return to something that isn't me anymore. Maybe I need to change. What will the job involve? I ask. Leaving this town, Signs says. When? Now. Signs is up and leaving. I follow, shuffling awkwardly between the tables on my crutch. I'm still getting used to using it. Outside, there's a grey SUV and a dark-haired woman standing beside it. She's all business too, but smiles and salutes as she sees me. This our ride? I ask. Yes, it is. Signs replies. He opens the back door. Your personal effects and anything else you want from here can be brought up later. First priority is to get you where you need to go. I hesitate a moment, drinking up what's going on. These people have selected me. I don't trust them all the way, but there's an opportunity here and a purpose. My gaze falls on the SUV's private number plate. New Jericho 16. What does that mean? I ask. It's just a name, Signs replies. We'll talk about it on the way. I shrug and get in the vehicle. The driver and Signs join me, and pretty soon, Clinton is left behind in my past. Recruiting, a Phoenix Point story, written by Alan Stroud, narrated by Alan Stroud, edited and produced by Alan Stroud, music composed by Simeon Dotkov. For more information on Phoenix Point, the game and its lore being developed by Snapshot Games, please visit www.phoenixpoint.info. Sign up for our newsletter to receive more stories about the world of Phoenix Point. I was I was honestly expecting it to say music composed by Alan Stride as well. <laughs> well, moving on, um, we're we're almost at the end of the show. So, um, just quickly, um, has anybody got any final business they want to cover off before before I uh, give out the final shoutouts? Apart from get your meta allies up to Colonia. Yep, that's that's um, 
that's probably the the big call out for today. Yep. I've I've already been told I'm. Oh, we do have one other uh, shout out. Okay. Um, so a a certain senior community manager from Frontier will be joining us next week. Uh, so if anybody has any questions that they want us to pose to Ed, and maybe via Ed to other folks, um, if you can get us. Um, the questions in either to our Facebook page or email us at info at laveradio.com before Friday so I can get them off to Ed and he can actually have a chance to answer them, then that would be awesome. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, uh, well, just to okay, add, Jan. If you don't get your questions into Ed, uh, I'll be asking you questions. God help us all. Um, right, get your questions into Ed. ASAP, usual address that Ben says. Right. <laughs> um, finally, I mean, we've got Pete Witherspoon and his excellent Galnet news coming up, of course, after the end of the show, as usual. Um, LaveCon, as people might be aware, the first round of tickets went live and got sold out quite quickly. Um, and a second round of tickets will be made available soon. Uh, watch the usual spaces. Uh, as usual, give a shout out to the CQC Discord for the commanders that like a bit of CQC action, which is actually getting quite busy of late. Uh, so that's Discord me slash Elite Dangerously CQC for those that want to uh, uh, to find it. Um, who have you got hanging around on Leasty One? I think Ra might have to answer that because both Toxic and I got uh, driven off. Oh, oh dear! I got driven off by Ra himself. So. <laughs> it was Ra. just your SRV. At least before us, buddy. It was just your SRV. Okay, Toxic. And was, then my ship. We have Commander Psycho Cow, Commander Kima Motsu, Commander Mindwipe, myself in my SRV murdering Corvette. <laughs> Well, thanks for joining us, Commander Ran. Uh, and uh, we will be back hopefully next week with um, with uh, a certain community manager. So that's it for another episode of Lave Radio. If you would like to get in touch with the show, then you can email info at Lave Radio, Facebook slash Lave Radio, and at Lave Radio on Twitter. You can join the Discord chat channel by going to http tinyurl.com slash chat, or you can join our TeamSpeak server where commanders can come and hang out and chat at teamspeak.laveradio.com. Lave Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at half eight GMT and streamed out on http laveradio.com slash live. So, well, thanks to Ran. Thanks to Shan. Thanks to... <laughs> Dr. Toxic. Thanks to Aid Levice and thanks to the wonderful um, cow patent psycho, psycho cow uh, and the commanders that have joined us outside there. So until next time, if you cannot fly safe, fly dangerous.
I'm going to see the galaxy. of January 3304. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news. Thargoids 5, Humanity 0. Princess celebrates the slaughter of traitors. Quiet as Damora. Thargoids 15, Humanity 0. The Thargoid campaign to restore the Pleiades to its natural and uncontaminated state continued this week, with Borrego's vision and Kamov's survey being added to the list of burning stations. We're beginning to lose count now, but we think there are two stations on fire, 13 stations undergoing repair, and none at all that have been brought back into service. There are only 10 remaining stations with an Aegis presence that have not been attacked. Due to an unfortunate accident with a time machine, Galnet has not yet reported on the most recent attacks, choosing instead to report the previous week's attacks on Kipling Orbital and Malthus Terminal. At the current rate of repair, Malthus Terminal will be fully back online by the year 4581. A member of the starport personnel at Kipling Orbital noted that it seems like the Thargoids are sweeping across the region, moving slowly in the direction of the core systems, adding, help me, help me, the station's on fire, help me, help me. The Thargoids are active in and around the Pleiades and have only ever attacked stations containing Aegis facilities. Given that Aegis, like Han Solo, shot first, they deserve everything that's coming to them. Recent reports that the Thargoids have been seen in the weird system have been dismissed as fantasy, probably the wild imaginings of commanders who've been taking too much onion head and are therefore in a different galaxy altogether. A spokesperson for the Federal Astrocartography Department at Mars High has quantified the risk of Thargoids entering the bubble. The chances of anything coming to weird are a million to one, he said. The chances of Thargoids destroying our homes are extremely remote. But if they come, the Federation has a little surprise something to show the Thargoids, a, a token of friendship and protection given many years ago by the Guardians. 
Princess celebrates the slaughter of traders. The people's princess and notorious imperial do-gooder, Ashling Duval, has congratulated combat pilots on their comprehensive destruction of slave trading ships in the Gugaini system. Duval doesn't seem to have considered the impact of the campaign on hard-working slave traders. When she says the bounty hunters have saved the lives of hundreds of people from a life of misery, does she think about the hundreds of pilots' lives that have been lost? Wiggy Duval is now reported to be campaigning for more rigorous policing with rapid tactical deployment teams in all systems except anarchies. It's difficult to see how this love of authoritarianism can be reconciled with her slaughter of the relatively innocent. Quiet as the morgue. Plans to open a new family restaurant in the Wangal system were given a boost this week with the announcement of a campaign to collect the many millions of tonnes of construction materials it takes to build such a restaurant. However, Angeli Imperial Enterprises dropped a public relations clangor when in the press release it referred to commanders using the derogatory term spacers. An inexperienced spokesperson is also reported to have advocated getting drunk as a means of forgetting your worries, something that drug dependency charities have been quick to condemn. And the choice of Da Morgue as the name of the new restaurant and barbecue crematorium is unfortunate. In any case, it's likely that the campaign will be a success. Despite their many PR disasters, we all hope that when the restaurant and barbecue is finally built, the people of Wangal will be happy Wangars. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.